You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hey, this is the How to Talk to Girls podcast, and I'm your host, Trip from tripadvice.com. And this episode is sponsored by Spurgeon XT, your all-natural, 100% natural supplement for maintaining erections in the bedroom, for boosting your sex drive, for helping you not finish in the bedroom too fast, and how to look and feel stronger because this is the supplement that helps you naturally boost your testosterone. It's filled with vitamins, it's filled with herbs, and it's here to help you in terms of getting your confidence back with a woman when you two are getting intimate. So keep up your natural sex drive with Spartagen XT. And you can get more information on that at SpartanLibido.com and how you can get your hands on this supplement. Again, that's SpartanLibido.com. Today's episode, we are talking to a guest. His name is Sebastian, and he has an awesome podcast called Social Anxiety Solutions. So if you have approach anxiety, if you have social anxiety, if you feel uncomfortable being around people, if you have trouble with public speaking, if you have trouble anything regarding socializing, well, this is going to be the podcast for you. That's right. This podcast episode is going to give you a secret little method that is talked about by Sebastian in terms of overcoming your social anxiety. He talks about this interesting method that have helped thousands upon thousands of people all over the world with all kinds of emotional stress, one of them being social anxiety. So what is this method? What is he talking about? Well, listen to this episode and he will tell you all about it. And as always, if you want to get your free product on how to talk to girls, it's called Conversation That Gets You Dates. It's available to you for free. All you got to do is email me, tripatripadvice.com, with a screenshot of your review of the How to Talk to Girls podcast in iTunes. Go to iTunes, leave a review, take a screenshot of it, send it to me at tripatripadvice.com, and then you'll get access to Conversation That Gets You Dates which is my program that teaches you how to talk to girls. Every step of the way, how to flirt, what to say, how to maintain a conversation, this is the program for you. So go ahead and leave a review, and we'll get you access to that ASAP. All right? Okay, without further ado, if you want to learn about social anxiety from my man Sebastian, well then listen up because he's going to teach you how to get rid of it right here. Hey, Sebastian, how's it going today? Going well. As I said, a bit sleepy, but uh, yeah, doing well. All right, man. Well, I'm happy to have you on here and I'm um, happy to talk about social anxiety. Um, you know, it is definitely something that a lot of my listeners struggle with in terms of, you know, trying to uh, meet women and socialize. And social anxiety is definitely one area that, uh, that definitely hurts guys' chances at meeting women. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So tell me a little bit about you and your background so we can learn about uh, where you come from and and how you know all this stuff about social anxiety, and and then we can go further. 
Okay. Um, well, since this is a how to talk to women podcast, I'll, uh, I'll relate it to that topic. Because um, for me, it, it, uh, my social anxiety uh, was very, very much related to, you know, how to talk to women. Um, when I was, I guess, around 16 and girls started to come into the picture, I had been uh, basically hanging out with guys for years, um, you know, basically my whole puberty. And when I um, you know, wanted to get a girlfriend, I couldn't talk to them to save my life. I had no idea that you could actually talk to them. I thought you could only um, get a girlfriend if um, a girl was part of your social life. Um, I then eventually found, um, you know, I think it's uh, like Double Your Dating, mm -hmm. a book like that, yeah. And that eventually led me to um, learning about inner game. And <coughs> something I heard on there was, um, was said like, well, once you get your inner game together, it doesn't really matter what you say to a girl because you can just be yourself and whatever you say is fine. It's going to be fine. And uh, that really helped me and it really inspired me. I'm like, okay, what I'm dealing with which was at the moment severe social anxiety. I was so ashamed of myself that I couldn't get a girlfriend because I, I was quite a popular guy before and now I was so shy and awkward and insecure around women and I would blush at the drop of a hat and if an attractive girl was around, um, I would feel incredibly insecure, couldn't look them in the eyes, even with sunglasses on. I couldn't look them in the eyes if they were passing through. I just felt so inferior to them. Um, so it, it was a huge, huge problem. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm kind of rambling, but I, I did a lot of things to, um, to overcome it. You know, I tried well, walking up to girls, um, asking them if they were single, trying to get their number, uh, digging in my mind. I did a lot of these quote unquote cold approaches, even had a, like a pickup instructor come to Amsterdam to, um, you know, push me into talking to him and hey who lies more men or women and I would do it and at the end of the day um, which was excruciatingly difficult but at the end of the day I did feel more confident and so it did work and um, but that confidence kind of left me after a couple of days because I couldn't keep up with it consistently it took so much out of me and then um, you know uh, what I talk about uh, uh, in, in my story as well. I uh, I heard that you could get yourself purposely rejected, and if you do so, you become more resilient to rejection. And the suggestion was, which I took serious. I'm not sure if it actually was serious, but you should just walk over to girls and say, "Hey, you like me? Give me your number." Well, that's uh, let's just say that that works if you want to get rejected. So I got myself purposely rejected uh, 20 times in a row. And again, afterwards, I felt like the man. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I don't care about getting rejected anymore. Um, you know, who, who, you know, I have no problem anymore. It's great. It's fantastic. I felt really, really good. But a week later, most of that had left me again. And I also, okay, you need to do the thing that you're afraid of the most. Well, I was afraid of embarrassing myself. So, um, you know, one of the most humiliating things to me 
was, uh, you know, smearing lipstick over my lips and circled around my eyes and walking through the city and, you know, talking to people and pretending like nothing was going on. In the beginning, it was very, very difficult and, uh, you know, very awkward. But as with everything, you kind of get used to it. Um, so after half an hour, got a bit more easy, 45 minutes, kind of a bit comfortable with it. And within an hour, I was more or less okay with it. But again, week later, most of it had left me. I went back to my, you know, um, smoking weed every day, uh, you know, smoking a gram of weed, having a depressing life. You know, I, I couldn't keep up with that, that consistently. It was different from the identity um, that I had. I couldn't make that shift. It was way too much for me. So I just fell back in my, my old habits. Now I kept searching for solutions that would help me because, you know, facing my fears, changing my thoughts, affirmations, visualizations, listening to hypnosis tape, working with an NLP practitioner, uh, just doing anything and everything in my power to change how I felt about myself. Really nothing, nothing worked until I eventually found, um, in 2006, I found a, a video online by some guy teaching something called tapping. When I saw it at first, the guy's like tapping with his fingertips on his face and body and he's saying, well, you know, if you do this, it's gonna help you feel better and it's gonna help you let go of your shame, your bad feelings, your fears, and uh, it's really, really great. You know, I, I at first thought, yeah, right, you know, what kind of scam is this? You can't trust the internet. This must be nonsense. So I actually, uh, you know, discarded it at first, but, uh, you know, a couple of weeks later out of uh, desperation, uh, I, I got back to it, started doing some research and then found like tons of testimonials and uh, whole whole websites dedicated to it, practitioners, and, you know, this was way too big to be a scam. So I went onto a forum and started asking questions. Hey, is this for real? And you know, got a whole bunch of replies. Yes, this is for real and it's amazing. And I'm like, okay, I got to try it out. And so I started trying it out. So I'm tapping on my face and you know, and saying these things and following the instructions, and I couldn't get any results. And um, this was when I was living in South Africa at the time. Then when I went back to the Netherlands, I'm like, okay, I got to work with someone who's an expert, because I got to know for real if this is really the real deal, because I haven't experienced any significant shifts with this. So I go to a workshop, and on that workshop, I work with, um, you work in triads, I think it's called. So you have one practitioner and um, one observer and one client. Being the observer, I saw the woman help the other woman release sadness. So she started out feeling pretty sad, seven out of 10. And then, you know, they did the tapping. And you know, two minutes later, the woman says, oh, I'm not sad anymore. And I could see the relief on her face. Then as the practitioner, I helped this lady let go of some fear. And I saw, again, the relief on her face. And then it was time to work with me. And they couldn't get any results with me. I couldn't tune into my emotions. They're like, well, how do you feel about this? I'm like, oh, no, no feelings. How do you feel about that? Yeah, numb. So they got in the, the workshop leader and he asked me a bunch of questions. Um, something around related how I hadn't gotten laid in forever or that I didn't have a girlfriend or, or something around that, which was at the time the thing I was most ashamed of. This was my biggest secret, massively humiliating. And now I was sharing that in front of all these people. Now, as I was sharing that, I, I became, you know, 
red tomato face as I would do often. Um, and he's like, okay, now start doing the tapping. And as I start doing the tapping, you know, while I was 10 out of 10 embarrassed, humiliated, ashamed, the tapping, uh, it was like a plug was pulled and the, the, the shame, the embarrassment, the humiliation that just flushed out of my body rapidly. And within, you know, two or three minutes, um, I was completely calm, completely relaxed and completely at ease. I had gained acceptance and I could now talk uh, to these people around me about the same topic, even trying to get upset about it, and I was just completely neutral. And I actually had felt something shift inside my body. I'm like, whoa, what the hell is this? You know, this is amazing. And um, you know, that was my first experience with EFT, emotional freedom techniques, and that uh, kind of set me on a path to um, overcoming my social anxiety and uh, you know overcoming my my fears of talking to women my insecurities about myself my low self-esteem and you know everything else and you know it's uh, this was in 2006 i've been uh anxiety free for i don't know three four five years now and um comfortable and at ease in social situations i'm dating a really cute girl at the moment and um yeah, that finding uh, EFT and energy psychology, even though it's incredibly weird and bizarre and out there, really uh, changed my life massively. And uh, you know, five five years ago, I started coaching people to help them overcome their social anxiety using EFT and uh, you know other techniques. And EFT and, uh, is, is the tapping, is that right? That's that's the tapping. Yeah, it's it's like a, a psychological version of acupuncture. But instead of using needles, you tap with tips of your fingers and specific acupressure points on the body. And when you do that while you're focused in on a problem, such as, you know, uh, a painful memory or, you know, this upsetting person or, you know, walking over to a girl, um, the emotions connected to the problem, to the thing you're focused on, start to dissolve. Now, it's not as easy as, excuse me, <clears throat> it's not as easy as, focus on talking to a girl, feel massive, approach anxiety, do the tapping once and you'll never have approach anxiety anymore. That's not the case <laughs> because, uh, you know, approach anxiety and social anxiety tend to be a more complex issue. But if you, uh, if you focus on something simple, um, then the tapping, you know, kind of like my example, you know, the example that I gave you, that tapping helped me in two or three minutes to get rid of all my fear, shame and embarrassment about, you know, how I hadn't gotten laid in months. <laughs> and that, that can really give you a profound relief. And uh, this is kind of the message that I'm sharing uh, also on my podcast. Like I'm interviewing psychologists and psychotherapists and coaches and stuff like that. Because this is a new and emerging field and combining this with Western traditional psychology, which it blends brilliantly with, really gets you, you know, much, much, much better results than just simple exposure techniques. Wow, that's very interesting. So can you explain a little bit more about how that works, about how the tapping actually helps someone get over that social anxiety? What's being done there? Well... <laughs> Social anxiety is basically when that anxiety comes up for you, 
it's it's basically a signal from your brain that your brain uh, perceives danger. So your brain perceives danger because of beliefs that you have gathered, such as, hey, you know, I see this beautiful girl and I'm not good enough for her. And she's probably going to be mean to me. And when that happens, uh, people around us are going to see that and I'm going to look like a dumbass and uh, it's going to hurt and it's going to suck. And um, when you're about to approach a girl or when you have social anxiety in a situation, your brain is reading that based on previous experiences, um, which can either be with women or often, as it is the case, comes from the stuff that happened to you in childhood. Now, when it reads that situation through those beliefs, when it filters reality through, in, you know, um, through those beliefs, then the perception that you have is, I'm not safe. When that perception happens, um, you know, your amygdala, part of your brain that uh, alerts you to danger, gets activated. Hormones get released into your bloodstream and your body is prepared to fight or flight or freeze. And the uh, symptoms that you experience, the lump in your throat, you know, your heart beating faster, tightness in your chest, you know, it may be flushing, sweaty hands. Uh, th those anxiety symptoms are actually the activation of that fight, flight, freeze response. And that fight, flight, freeze response gets activated because <laughs> you have those beliefs. Now, those beliefs, I'm not good enough. People are meaning out to get me. People don't like me. People don't want me. I'm a bother. You know, women don't like me, whatever. Those beliefs are learned and you can unlearn those beliefs. Now, in normal Western traditional psychology, you might start changing your beliefs by trying to change your thoughts and then finding evidence of those thoughts, of those new thoughts, such as, you know, people do like me, women are hot for me, and God knows what. You're going to try to find evidence for those positive, supportive beliefs. But that's quite difficult if you have these old negative beliefs running the show. And when you believe... You know, women, uh, women think I'm disgusting and I'm a bother and uh, you know, they don't want me. Going in with that mindset is not very likely going to give you any, uh, any positive results. So it's going to take a lot of approaches to get to a place where uh, you actually get some positive results. Now, there are some techniques, of course, to get some more positive results. But what you do with energy psychology is you, you look at the beliefs. All right. So... Um, People are mean and out to get me. Okay, well, how do you know that's true? You must have learned that somewhere in life. You're not born uh, with the belief that people don't like you. So that must mean you, uh, you have some rev reference experiences, some painful emotional experiences. When you go back to these painful experiences where you learned that and you use the tapping to get rid of the negative emotions associated with those painful experiences, then bit by bit, and often rather quickly, I'm talking in, you know, um, any, anywhere between half an hour and a few sessions, you get rid of that belief completely. And now it's no longer operating the show subconsciously. And now you no longer feel that people are mean and out to get you, that people don't like you. That no longer resonates with you emotionally. And as a result, uh, in the same situation where you might feel uncomfortable, you now feel comfortable and neutral because you don't have that perception anymore 
that people are meaning out to get you because you don't have that perception you feel safe to be yourself because you feel safe to be yourself that fight flight freeze response won't get activated and you won't feel anxious so you're basically reprogramming your mind with positive beliefs in order to overcome fears and anxieties am i getting that correctly well yes uh, that's that's uh, that's true, but it's it's rather returning to who you really are by getting rid of the crap that you learned throughout you know throughout your life and getting to a place where you're more neutral and normal. Because when when it comes down to it, talking to a woman, I'm I'm you know I'm definitely not a pickup artist or uh, any expert on talking to women at all, but talking to women to a woman shouldn't be something incredibly nerve-wracking because you know you're just going over and saying hey you know I like you and that that shouldn't you know <laughs> when you're a little kid you walk over you walk over to girls all the time you say hey I like you right but it comes a, a big problem when we have all these beliefs about how we should be how we shouldn't be what we must do what we must not do um, you know not feeling great about ourselves and all of that stuff kind of makes makes things more uh, more challenging right no that's right absolutely yeah we we you know because of the way we were raised it uh, can really affect how we act and and what our beliefs are of ourselves and of society as we as we grow older mm. so it's the psychology that's uh, that's definitely very powerful there mm. that's interesting so tell us this I mean you know when you work with a client you know, what are some of the first steps that you take with uh, with someone who has this sort of anxiety or or uh, they're scared to talk to girls? Well, um, it kind of depends on the person because um, no one person is uh, is the same, and the, the the problems are not the same. And someone might present the same problem of uh, uh, you know having social anxiety. But how they're dealing with it, and what their life looks like, and what their past looks like, and the causes and the and the resistances might be different for someone else. But in general, like I've, I've been doing this five or six years, so I, I found a um, a step by step approach to overcoming it, um, which is a do it yourself, which works for most people. Some people are, you know, um, they actually need one on one assistance because they're, you know, yeah, how do I say this? Uh, they're not able to help themselves. They need some outside perspective to hold space for them and to help them through it. But um, so for the step-by-step -step approach, the first step is actually acceptance of your anxiety. Um, and that is really difficult because when that anxiety comes up, you want to fight it as hard as you can. <laughs> you know, so you're in a situation, you walk into a bar, and now that anxiety comes up for you. Shit, you know, what am I going to do? I shouldn't be anxious. She's going to see it. People see that, uh, you know, everyone's looking at me. Oh, my God, I must hide this anxiety. <laughs> you start doing all this facial yoga to try to hide it. and You know, nothing really works. And that fighting is actually making it worse. This is like adding fuel to fire. And uh, what you want to do is a bit counterintuitive and it's, it's actually accepting it. Now, that's, um, that's what traditional psychologists will tell you, that that's the first step. And it's, it's indeed the first step, but it's very difficult to do um, just by using your thoughts. 
Now, what you can do is you can uh, use the tapping to get rid of your, um, your resistance to accepting the anxiety. So you might, you might think, okay, well, how do I feel about the fact that I can't talk to women or that I'm not comfortable talking to, the, uh, to women? How do I feel about being anxious? Well, I'm ashamed of it. Um, I'm frustrated to my core. I'm pissed off with myself. Um, some people even feel guilty. You know, I'm stuck. I, I fear I'll have this for the rest of my life. Now, all of these emotions um, are each targets for the tapping, for the EFT. So, so you would single out one of the things. I'm ashamed because I can't talk to women. You would focus on that thought or that belief and you would start do the tapping. And that will start to disconnect that shame from that uh, idea. And, you know, this can go different ways because that shame might be more deeply rooted. It might have to do with the fact that, um, you know, uh, during, your, uh, during your childhood, you know, sex was a problem or you were sexually molested or whatever the case may be. This could go in different directions. But um, typically, as you start getting rid of these emotions, about the fact that you have this anxiety challenge, you start to feel a lot of relief. And then you get rid of the judgments about yourself for having that anxiety. Oh, I'm a loser, I'm pathetic, um, I should be stronger, I'm so weak. Now, as you focus on those beliefs and you do the tapping, those beliefs will start to weaken as well. And now you start to feel better about yourself while you still have the problem. So you're trying to already get to a place of accepting yourself while you still have the problem. Once you start getting at that place, now you're looking at, okay, what are the beliefs that I have about myself, about other people? And why is that fight, flight, freeze response getting activated? And, you know, where do these beliefs come from? And then you start looking at, okay, well, you know, I have this, uh, I was bullied in school for two years and uh, that really damaged me. Okay, now you're going to use the EFT on the bullying. Oh, and, uh, you know, my dad was very critical of me. We could never do anything wrong. And when we did something wrong, he would blow up at us. And I always felt insecure around him and, and feared him. And now you're going to use the EFT on that. And that's slowly but surely, and sometimes very quickly, going to raise your self-esteem. So those beliefs of I'm not good enough is no longer going to feel true. Well, when you get an identity belief like that to shift, you start feeling a lot better about yourself. You feel more relief. You feel more comfort. And as you keep going, I won't go through all the 12 steps, but as you keep going, you're, you're basically chipping away at all the stuff, all the nonsense, all the beliefs that don't serve you, that disempower you, that prevent you from feeling comfortable about yourself. And bit by bit, you're starting to become comfortable in your own skin. You're starting to become more relaxed. You start to feel valuable, important, and, and good enough. Now, when you present that to a woman or when you present that to other people, now you can connect on a normal level and it's, it's very attractive. So what do you think are some of the most common judgments that people have uh, either of society or of themselves? Mm, I'm not good enough. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a that's, big one. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not lovable. I'm not okay. I'm unacceptable. There's something wrong with me. Um, and then about society, people don't like me. People are out to get me. Uh, I'm not wanted. 
I'm an outsider, I'm different, I don't belong. Um, yeah, beliefs like that and then around women, like, you know, uh, I'm unattractive, um, um, women don't like me, um, attractive women are superior to me, or attractive women have all the power, attractive women are bitches, <laughs> you know, <laughs> keep going so, like that. So many false beliefs. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so many false beliefs. Guys are just uh, thinking about this stuff every time they go out and want to meet a girl, want to talk to a girl. You know, it's uh, it's kind of like the poison uh, that mm. that causes them this anxiety. At least that's in my opinion. Would you say yeah, so? You're right. Yeah, you're exactly right. Because uh, you know, <laughs> I've been out <clears throat> trying to talk to women. This is way, way back when I just found about uh, the whole uh, pickup community and I would go to Amsterdam and meet up with some of these other pickup guys <laughs> and would go out to a bar and we're all extremely nervous. There's like maybe one or two guys who actually have some comfort with women and you're like 15 dudes all extremely nervous. And uh, yeah, like the tapes that are playing even before going to that meetup. Oh my God, I'm going to talk to women. Oh, I'm going to get so nervous. Uh, they're not going to like me. Um, you know, how can women possibly like me? And I'm actually a, a decent looking guy, but I felt really ugly. I felt extremely unattractive. And, you know, with that running the show and then, you know, stuttering, <laughs> stuttering all over a woman and, uh, you know, not, you know, not getting any, any recognition from her because it, it makes them kind of nervous as well if you're st uh, standing there ex extremely anxious right um yeah it then just they start gives to up feel a, it yeah exactly you know i'm i'm a anxiety coach but when someone is very anxious around me i try to make them feel comfortable but i can pick up on their anxiety and it kind of makes me jittery as well you know yeah no exactly and and i'm all about making people around me especially the girls i talk to uh, make me feel, make them feel comfortable, you know, right. and it's about you being comfortable yourself, you know, people are, people will, will read body language and read you very well and, and they will start to kind of take on your energy and yeah. if they're not feeling good in the interaction with you, then they're going to associate that with you and then they're, they're not going to become attracted or really want to further talk to you more. Exactly, because uh, think about it from their perspective. Some dude comes over to you, and you know you're you're there having a good time. Now this negative energy comes to you, and you don't feel good anymore. And you know he tried to be clever and everything. And uh, don't get me wrong, some women are very um, forgiving and and nice. And I, I think that most women won't shoot you down harshly. I, I don't know. I don't approach that many women. But um, you know, if 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 they have a negative experiences it, it it with you, it feels bad. Then they're gonna think, well, how's that gonna go on the first date? You know, is this gonna keep going on like that? Right. Right. Exactly. And they're gonna think, if it's like that, then on the first date, what's he gonna be like in bed? Right. Mm -hmm. How is it gonna be when I introduce him to my friends? Right. right. And that's a big one too. Uh, you know, girls are really. Uh, really concerned with what it's going to be like when they introduce you to their family, their friends, and the people that they know. And, and they want a guy who's sure of himself, who's confident, who, you know, isn't 
as nervous. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty big. I don't know too much about tapping or, or EFT. It sounds so interesting. I know I've heard of it, but I haven't really studied too much of it. And I should probably study more of it. But, you know, in terms of stuff that I teach, it is a bit more about exposure and, and exposing guys to uh, difficult social situations and getting them to, you know, get comfortable in the situations because they've experienced it and kind of learned it's not as bad as they kind of make it out to be. A lot of people, a lot of guys will will create little movies in their head of how they think it's going to go. So I kind of try to help prove them wrong by taking them out in the field and showing them it's not as bad as as the movie in their head. Mm, that That's great because they also get to see you interact and see that it's not that big of a deal and you know their mirror neurons are firing off. And uh, yeah, that's great. Like guided exposure is, is, is fantastic. And you know, if you learn the tapping, um, that will just make that uh, easier. You know, exposure is uh, scientifically proven to be effective for most people in most situations. It's just the challenge is that it can be really har- harrowing. And uh, with the tapping, it becomes easier. And over time, it becomes a lot easier. And what you can get to is a place where you no longer have anxiety. It will take some persistence to get there. But hey, it's worth it, you know? Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is there any other uh, tips or information you can give the guy who's listening right now? Maybe something they can do on their own uh, to start overcoming social anxiety or approach anxiety is there anything any kind of exercises that you recommend um well yeah um uh, f- first of all it's what w- um when you walk over to a girl you have all these negative expectations these negative expectations are what you want to get rid of that you know um these ideas about how you should be and how you shouldn't be while it's helpful in understanding how to communicate if that becomes something deeply wired in your brain i must be cocky and funny i should tell stories i shouldn't do this i must be this way blah 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 you just become more uh, stiff and stilted and you can get rid of these beliefs as well so that even so while you now know that information it's not running the show anymore and you're not this I have to be perfect or else I get rejected vibe that you bring to the to the interaction. So by getting rid of these beliefs, that really frees you up. Now, um, to overcome your social anxiety, um, what do you want, Trip? Do you want me to tell them about my podcast? or? Sure. Well, yeah, definitely. Tell them about your podcast. Okay. All right. Well, on my podcast, I interview um, psychologists, coaches, psychotherapists who are Western traditionally trained, who are exposure therapy trained, who have incorporated the tapping and other energy psychology practices into their into their practice, and have seen the results of their uh, clients go through the roof. Now, I'm interviewing them on topics such as. Uh, you know, how to overcome shame, how to become comfortable with sex and your sexuality. So I have sexu- sexologist, how the hell do you say that? Sexuologist. Sexologist, <laughs> Sex- yeah. Yeah, sexologist uh, on the show, psychotherapist, uh, how, how to meet people and make friends, uh, how to overcome trauma, how to let go of your past, how to be in the moment, uh, just about anything that you can imagine related to social anxiety. And I have one of these experts share their expertise 
um, give you inspiration, share their best insights, give you an empowering resource. And um, yeah, really excited about that podcast and uh, pe people really like it. So you, it's called uh, Social Anxiety Solutions. And uh, yeah, you can check that out. And for overcoming your social anxiety, I've got a bunch of videos on uh, YouTube. You can type in EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, into Google and you can download a free manual. Uh, on my website, I, um, I give away uh, an ebook on you know, how to overcome your social anxiety step by step. So you, know, you can go there and, uh, and get that. That's social anxiety solutions, plural. You know, solutions.com. Awesome. Awesome. So if you're listening right now, please go check that out. He's got a lot of great episodes on his podcast and he's got uh, just really good information for you to start overcoming your social anxiety. So Sebastian, thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for doing this and, uh, you know, teaching us a little bit about, about you know, why guys have this and, and how they can you know, start the process to fixing it. So I really appreciate that. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me, Trip. Hope uh, hope it helps some people. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over eighteen and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to Trip at tripadvice.com.